Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. He is a 2A attorney, a firearms instructor, and a damn fine American. Guy Relford. Guy, how are you? Man, I'm great, and thanks as always to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day, Premier Arms in Brownsburg. The largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest, and PA Jewelers located right in the store. Check them out at 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg or PremierArms.com. So, Guy, I'm going to read a letter that I got in the mail because you and I have been very outspoken and very disappointed in the mayoral campaign of Jefferson Shreve the Republican trying to unseat Joe Hogsett here in Indianapolis. I was ready to be his biggest ally, and then he comes out and basically wants to do all of Joe Hogsett's gun-grabbing, stuff that could never happen anyway, and he lost me, basically blaming law-abiding citizens for the issues in Indianapolis. So this was the letter I got. Now, first of all, it comes with no name, no return address, Nothing at all. It didn't happen to be any white powder fallout there. (laughs) No, sir. No, sir. It's dated August 4th. Dear Hammer, stop ranting about the imperfections of Jay Shreve. Stop saying you won't bother to vote because you hate both candidates. Stop saying you might write in some fringe lunatic. Understand that the number one priority is to get Hogsett out and break the Democrats' hold on Indianapolis. Your continued hissy fits are helping the Democrats. Unless you're on the Democrats' payroll, you need to get 100% behind Shreve and charge your listeners to do the same. Right now, the Democrats smile and think of you as their useful idiot, signed MAGA R. Again, no name, no address. MAGA R. How about that, guy? Well, I've gotten a bunch of that, Jason, and I'm sure you've gotten other similar communications. And listen, um, you and I are of like mind on this, and and I I want to be absolutely completely clear because I, I I actually same thing. I got accused of being on the hogs at payroll, quote unquote, <laughs> because because I was uh, uh, you know I was uh, attacking Jefferson Shreve uh, on this plan. And, and first of all, if you want to call, turn in your back as a Republican on the Constitution and turning your back specifically on the Second Amendment as a Republican and call that an imperfection, I'm sorry, wake up. But secondly, and here's the broader point, the broader point is that Jefferson Shreve, and and, and you and I have used the same language, he had a puncher's chance at the beginning of this campaign because he could come in and say, look, I'm not Joe Hogsett. You know, he's failed on crime. He's failed on safety. He's failed on in all these different areas of city administration. Here's where I'm going to do better. I'm not Joe Hogsett. You don't want Joe Hogsett. You want Jefferson Shreve. And did he do that? Was that his campaign message? No. He came out and said, 
oh, I like a, what, a lot of what Joe Hogsett has to say. I'm just another Joe Hogsett. When he did that, he lost any chance of winning this election. It, he only had a, a puncher's chance to begin with. Now he's toast. He's done. He's lost so much of his base, he can't win this election. So my criticism of Jefferson Shreve is twofold. One is from the heart. He deserves it. He's a Republican who pledged support for the Second Amendment in 2016 and then stabbed us in the back a few years later. Secondly, I want to send a message to the next Republican candidate that when you're considering turning your back on the Second Amendment and the Constitution generally as a means of winning elections in Indiana, that is a losing strategy. And, and, and somebody sent me a, a message on, on social media that said that I hope Shreve loses this election by Saddam-like percentages. And I thought that was brilliant. Uh, I, I, that, that, you know, if you remember those elections. Right. And I, 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 I absolutely agree. I, I hope he loses this by historic proportions. And that's not because I'm a fan of Joe Hogs. I've been no. criticizing Joe Hogs since before he was elected. And, 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 and I do it every opportunity. The point is he lost any chance of winning. Now the message needs to be sent that Republicans cannot stab us in the back on conservative principles and expect Republicans to still show up like this idiot who sent you the letter and, and hold their nose and vote anyway. And that's the thing, Guy. This has to be a message to the Marion County Republicans. This has to be a message to the Indiana GOP. We are not going to tolerate these losers you keep trotting out there. Now, not all of them have been total zeros. I really liked Cindy Carrasco for prosecutor. I thought Absolutely. she would have had a better chance to win. She still lost by that 60-40 margin because it's 60% Democrats in Marion County. But you can't keep bringing these same washed-up political advisors to the table and expect some sort of miracle out of this. And that's what's happened here. I don't know if Jefferson Shreve always has had these liberal tendencies or if this is all the advisors that the Indiana Republican establishment has put on his campaign that's talked him into, well, the only way you can win Marion County is by selling out the people that would have your back in the first place. Because I'm telling you, guy, this just reeks of bad political consultation. It absolutely does. And, you know, I, I published an article, and, and I, as far as I know, I'm the only one who's talking about this. Some other people may have picked it up from my posts. But the fact that, that this Mark Lubbers guy, who is supposedly Shreve's chief strategist, that's how they described him in an interview uh, online that you guys and I have discussed. He came out, and, and he came after me and said, oh, um, um, gun – Gun, gun advocates like Guy Relford preach their gun religion. Talk about preaching their gun religion from the you know the gated communities of Zionsville came after me because I'm a two A advocate criticizing the fact that a Republican candidate wants to to sacrifice the Second Amendment as a means of getting elected. And I I, I was really curious about this, and I was like, who is this guy? And so I dug into it. And as we've talked about, it turns out, and this is this is so amazing to me, and I, I, I'm really surprised not more people are talking about this. This is the same guy who was Dick Luger's campaign chairman, campaign manager, when, when he convinced Dick Luger over several different years to support an assault weapons ban and turn his back on the Second Amendment, which directly led to the NRA coming out endorsing Richard Murdoch, 
in 2012 and led to the defeat of, of Richard Lugar, who's one of the most beloved politicians in Indiana history. So you took a 30-year incumbent as a Republican from Indiana and cost him a Senate seat. And for whatever reason, the Republican Party hooks him up with Jefferson Shreve as a means of getting elected. Yeah. And he does exactly the same thing, stabs us in the back on the Second Amendment, and they think that's a winning strategy. When he yeah, talks about gun – I mean, when he says gun religion, that sounds like something Beto O'Rourke would say. And this that's guy is exactly advising right. the Republican – exactly right. This guy's he's advising and, Sharif on on policy when, when he mentions well, gun religion? No, exactly. And on the same point, that, that, that Mark Lovers in that same interview we're talking about called support for the Second Amendment an extremist ideology within the Republican Party. That's literally what he called it. I read that and said, oh, it's on. I mean, it, I'm sorry. You want to declare war with Guy Relford? You tell me the support <laughs> of the Constitution and the support of the Second Amendment is an extremist ideology that needs to be rooted out of the Republican Party? It's on. It's on. Hey. And if these people think I'm backing down because somebody's going to attack me and go, I'm sorry, you want Hogsett's payroll? Oh, kiss it right here, pal. <laughs> and just a side note here real quick, um, not to interject or interrupt the conversation, but this anonymous note that Hammer got uh, – accusing him of being on Hogsett's payroll. When he writes Dear Hammer at the top, he didn't spell out hammer. Yeah. He drew a picture of a hammer. <laughs> Nigel's showing it on the YouTube stream right now. Okay. Right. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a small redeeming factor, but it is a redeeming factor. That, that, that's, that, that, that's well done. It is Monday Gun Day with Guy Relford joining us here on the DriveHubler.com hotline. Guy, I saw a story from a local TV station earlier, and it's a woman saying that her grandson fatally shot her nephew after a fight on the east side of Indianapolis. And the headline was basically, stop buying guns for these kids. Now, I don't claim to be the 2 way scholar that you do, Guy, but this is somehow going to come back to bite the law-abiding citizens when pretty much every gun law imaginable is being broken in this situation, right? Well, that's exactly the point. And it, it's amazing to me that every time we see a situation like this where, and I don't know the specifics, but clearly someone illegally obtained a, a firearm. And, and listen, you can't carry a gun below a certain age. You can't buy a gun below a certain age. So if these kids, quote-unquote, are carrying firearms, that's already illegal. So we have a law against that. So the idea that, oh, my gosh, you know, the, these bad things are happening because people are illegally carrying guns, it, that always turns into, and this is exactly to your point, it always turns into we need to pass more laws. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm always confused by that. My reaction is always, why don't we enforce the laws we have? Because if these people were all already breaking the law, what makes anybody think if we pass one more law that's somehow going to affect them? Yeah, I sent you guys, I don't know if you got the texts or this uh, Twitter uh, posts over the weekend, uh, but it's a big map of the United States, and it basically says, a toddler has now shot a person every week in America for two years straight. Yes, you read that correctly. And I'm thinking, well, A, crappy parents. Yes. And, and B, this is a country of 350 million people, you were going to have things like this happen in a free country, unfortunately. Well, that's, that's true, Nigel. At the same time, I will say this is an area 
where gun owners should do better. And 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 I advocate this. I, you know, I wrote I wrote a book on gun safety, and one of the points that that I always make is that guns should be stored so they're not accessible to untrained or unauthorized persons. And that may be the burglar that breaks into your house. You don't want him having access to your gun. Or it may be a young child who's in your home. Yep. So this is an area we don't need government intervention in this. We don't need laws to be passed that are one size fit all. That, that never ever work. What we need is is gun owners to understand that they have a responsibility to store their guns responsibly. And and listen, there are already a lot of examples right here in Indiana where if someone you know doesn't store their gun responsibly, and that's then obtained in, in a way that endangers a young child, those people are being are being prosecuted today under uh, under neglect statutes where they endangered that child that's entrusted to their care by, 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 by having a firearm stored inappropriately. And so those laws already exist. Those laws are being enforced um, at the same time as a matter of personal responsibility. And, and I don't ever want to shirk away from the idea that, that law-abiding gun owners, you know, w- uh, that, that we have an absolute obligation uh, to be responsible in gun ownership. We absolutely do. That's where I think we – as gun owners need to do better. And, and when I see that headline, um, and, and I'm sure those statistics, you know, maybe. Yeah, Guy, uh, I don't know. what It's, it's one of those gun grabber uh, tweets, um, yeah. accounts, you know, and it's, it's, it's along the same lines of guns are the number one killer of children in America where they spin the numbers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Only that's that's yeah. Number one killer of children in America. That's only when you talk about 17, 18, 19 year old uh, gang members shooting each other. So that is that is car accident is the number one killer of children in America. It has been for many years. It still is. Um, But again, I I don't want anybody listening to me to not think that that I acknowledge the responsibility of gun owners to store their guns responsibly. Right. And as a gun owner, the thing that ticks responsible firearms owners off more than anything else are the knuckleheads and the morons that make it look bad for everybody else. You know what I'm saying, Guy? Oh, absolutely. And that's why even on my show, guys, on Saturdays, I'm I'm, I'm aggressive on going after uh, people I consider to be knuckleheads with firearms um, because it's exactly that. Every time somebody is a total knucklehead with a gun, certainly if they endanger someone or if they hurt someone, then what's the first reaction to that? It's, oh, we need a law. So them being a knucklehead with a gun endangers my Second Amendment rights. So, yeah, I'm a 2A advocate, and, and I always will be, but I also am the same guy who will pop up and go, hey, let's do better because you're endangering my rights if, if you want to be irresponsible with a firearm. If anybody wants to continue this conversation, Guy, what's the best way for somebody to find you? Man, I'm really trying to build my following through Twitter, so go in there, give me a like. It's just at Guy Relford on Twitter, at Guy Relford. Guy, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure.